Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Safeguard Insurance Studios. Your hosts, Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox, your source for Arkansas high school sports. You are now between the mats. Welcome to Between the Mats. I am Matt McJunkins, and alongside me here is the man, the myth, the legend, Matty Stats Wilcox. How you doing, Matt? Good. What's up, John? Man, it's spring. Is it officially spring? I don't know if it's official, but it Wasn't is. Wasn't it in March that it was actually official? Yeah, don't give me a line. <laughs> I, think, I think we're way past that. I don't even know what today is. <laughs> <laughs> me either. <laughs> but, uh, man, the, it, the weather's feeling awesome. It is. We got a little rain today, which I'm okay with. Yeah. I like the spring showers. It's kind of hard to get anything done. Yeah, American Safeguard's probably not okay with the rain since we broke ground on the new building yesterday. That's no joke, man. (laughs) Awesome new projects we got. This building's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. That's exactly right. So we are here in the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. Uh, Great sponsors. Uh, We are a little biased because we both work there. That's right. But uh, they've been awesome for us for Between the Mats. They've hooked us up with a nice studio here full of great equipment and uh today we have information overload (laughs) we do we've uh we've been taking the last couple weeks trying to gather information and and put everything together uh you know spring sports is a busy time in high school in the state of arkansas you got boys baseball girls softball boys and girls soccer you've got track i mean there's just a bunch of sports going on in the springtime absolutely and and it's a fond memory for me because i loved it yeah. when i was in high school of course because being at a small school like mineral springs you got to do everything sure and so uh mondays and fridays i played baseball tuesdays and thursdays i went to track meets and wednesdays often played golf I'll be done. Uh, and my golf coach was our high school principal. He was all about it because guess what? When I played golf, he, he played, played golf. <laughs> That's exactly. So he loved it, you know. Sure. So, uh, and I was the only one on the team. You know, it's crazy. <laughs> we we had a golf team back when I was in high school at Greenbrier. But, you know, thinking back on it, and, and you think about golf teams around the state of Arkansas, I wonder how many golf coaches high school golf coaches actually coach or they just drive the bus oh man they're just going and playing (laughs) and i noticed like at the meet or or, uh it'd be like the regional so we did district first in regional they just hang out sure like they they all hang out at the clubhouse yeah because like when the kids are playing they don't follow them around and they i mean which i don't blame them you know back when i was in school i I think it was either when I was in school or just a little bit after Terry May, <laughs> which was my baseball coach, yeah. was our golf coach. I don't know that he could break 125. Yeah. So, I mean, what's he going to teach you out there? So, Coach Booker was our <laughs> high school principal and was my golf coach, quote, yeah. unquote. Uh, we, I mean, he never gave me a lesson once. Sure. We went and played golf together. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we had a blast. He's a great guy. What, I enjoyed hanging out I, with him. What a gig, man. Right, right. Sign and, me you up. know, it's not bad for a, a a school student to be pretty good buddies with the, the principal. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I, I loved baseball. Yeah. I was better at baseball than any sport. I played it from the time I was four. And I and I love it. I was still – it's my favorite sport still. Uh, but let me tell you, when I was in high school being a teenage boy – there was nothing better than track meets. <laughs> I bet. All these girls running around from different schools. Yeah. Uh, we were serious about track. Uh, we won six out of seven state championships through that span of seven years. I was on three state championship teams uh, and was actually very much a participant. Me and my best friend Jason, we threw the shot putting discus and were top two or three in the state. Uh, I think once one state meet, we scored 36 points between us. Wow. So, which was almost half of our team yeah. total. Uh, but, man, we had some guys that could flat go. Sure. You know, we'd get to the 100 meters in a state meet, in a state meet, and we'd have two, at least two, maybe three guys in the eight lanes. That's incredible. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. But uh, we're going to start off today's podcast like we normally do and talk a little bit about the Razorbacks uh, rolling in baseball. The Diamond Hogs. The Diamond Hogs. Uh, man, i tell you what, if you didn't get a chance to watch the series this past weekend, you missed a dandy. You know, starting off this year, uh, watching them play, it was like, this team 
they're going to lose some games. But they sure are scrappy, and they come back. But but when you're always coming back, you're going to lose some games. Sure. Well, yeah, they've lost a few, but <laughs> maybe the best team we've ever had. Man, I'll tell you, and, and when you watch them, I've watched them a bunch this year, probably more than I've ever watched. And, um, you know, the ESPN app, you can watch just about every ball game. Right. And, and so, man, I've watched them a bunch, and there's nothing that just – that just pops out at you that we do outstandingly well. It's just we're we've got solid pitching. I mean, our starting pitching was pretty bad this past weekend. Our bullpen has been great up until this past weekend, right? Uh, but Ole Miss had a lot to say about that. They do. They hit the ball well. Yeah. Um. But our hitting is good. It's not great. We don't have anybody that's hitting for a great average. But we're leading the nation in home runs. What's funny about this team is we can hit against Ole Miss, but we play a Arkansas State, or we hadn't played them yet, but like, you know, we hit the ball good, well against UCA, but, you know, ULR, we didn't hit it great. Right. You know, it's funny how. Well, and I, I think, too, that this bunch plays to the level of their competition. Right. And it's funny, I was I was talking to a couple of my buddies over the weekend. We're te- we always text back and forth during the games, and we vent and talk about how bad we hate them, and they're terrible, yeah. and then they end up winning, and we're talking. Oh, right. They're going right. to win the national championship. Right. right. <laughs> I feel it every time they play. But anyway, we were talking, and I, was, I said, I think I've come to the conclusion that we cannot hit starting pitching at all. Right. At all. But once we get in your bullpen, you better watch out. And it don't matter if you got a, a legit closer or not, we'll put three or four on them. <laughs> That's right. You know what's funny, too, is seeing Dave Van Horn, the, who I believe is the best coach in college baseball, seeing him evolve. Yeah. Because he's not the same coach, which we have seen on the football side with Coach Saban. Yeah. A guy that was all defense. Sure. And he even made the statement last year yeah. that defense no longer wins championships. Well, let me tell you, you remember five, six years ago when, when hog baseball was so good, mm-hmm. we were playing the College World Series, and we'd beat somebody two to one sure. because we would just get up there and just set them down. That's right. And we played small ball. We'd bunt, move the guy over. And we, now, man. He no, won't do it. No. I mean, you it, get, even you get to, first and second, no outs. <laughs> even, <laughs> even to the point it drives me bananas. I know. <laughs> I'm like, you got to bunt in this Especially situation. When, when Braden Webb's up there, and you're like, he hadn't even hit in six games. <laughs> just let him bunt. <laughs> Can but, he stand in the middle of the plate and just right, throw one? Yeah. Right. But uh, seeing the seeing the guys, the, the, the best of the best, evolve with the game. Yeah. It's impressive. It is. It is. So the Hogs are rolling. A consensus number one in the nation again after taking two out of three at Ole Miss. That puts us at five and one in the state of Ole Miss so far in baseball season. Yeah. We own Mississippi because if you also think back to basketball and football, Mississippi State and Ole Miss – we are your daddy. Thank God for Mississippi. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, we uh, – and, you know, we, we talk about that in jest, but I think when we played Mississippi State, they were number three in the nation. Absolutely. We've got the toughest part of our conference. Now, we've got some guys still to play. Sure. But the toughest – I mean, you're talking the top two – top yeah. three or four schools in the, sta- in, the, in the country. So, Mississippi State was three when we played, and we swept them at their place. And then we – Mississippi, Ole Miss was number three in the nation, and we beat them two out of three at their place. And you know when we when we swept uh, Mississippi State, they fell to like eight. Well, guess what? They're back up there. Now. They They're like fifth. Yeah, let's see here. Fourth, maybe. D one baseball's got them at fourth. Yeah, yeah. yeah so uh, Arkansas is number one. If you miss Sunday's game, go that, back and watch it. That was the <laughs> the craziest baseball game that I've ever. I didn't get to watch it, but I was listening to it. Yeah. The craziest game I've ever listened to. So, I almost never, ever, ever talk trash during a game. <laughs> really? Really. During a game. I'm talking about during a game. Uh-oh. I never talk trash because I just, I've seen it too many times. Well, Sunday, I guess I was feeling a little spry <laughs> because I was like, man, we're up 11 0 early. I started talking about those mouth breathing, booger eating, <laughs> Ole Miss land guppies. Yeah. You know, uh, we're owning them. Yeah. Then it's 14 to 14. In the seventh. In the seventh. And it's like, I did it to us. I did it. (laughs) It's my fault. It's my fault. And I told my buddy Blake, I said, we're not done hitting. We're not done hitting. I'll be honest. When when they tied it up and had all the momentum going into the eighth, I thought, we're in trouble. Because I I honestly didn't know how much cops had left in him. Right. Because he had pitched 40 pitches the day before. And also the one that we got the – Scored the run zone. Wiggins. 
No, we when we when we jumped up to eighteen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Was their stud closer? Right. So when he's coming in the game, it's fourteen, fourteen. Sure. I'm, I'm like you. I'm thinking eh, we're not looking good. Yeah, but put three up in the eighth, and and then one in the ninth. Yeah, to beat them eighteen, fourteen. So it was nuts. Ole Miss is com- was coming into that series only walking an average of three and a half batters per game, and walked seventeen. 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 Man, those guys pitched a lot. They did. Uh, man, watching yesterday, just a little bit, I got to see a little bit of the UAPB game, and uh, which I was impressed. UAPB played ball. Did they? Yeah, they played with us for a while. Yeah. Um, but that when Christian Franklin, he hit a home run late in the, about the eighth inning, I think, and we went up. It's like 12 to 4 at this point. And they showed he's leading the team in home runs now with nine. Right. Caden – uh, Wallace. Wallace didn't play yesterday. He's got he had eight. Yeah, and and then right after that, I want to say, I think it was Goodhart, maybe with seven. Slavens has eight, I believe. Okay, maybe it's Sla- Sla- Slavens with seven then, and then two okay. had two had six, so it might have been Goodhart and more. Yeah, but it just they were just talking about how across the board, yeah, bombs, sure. Yeah, and that's and that's what I was alluding to earlier. We don't have we don't have that guy that Heston Kerstad or or even before that. Uh, what was the big guy's name? The big left hand Spam Gardner or uh, Spam Burger Spam Burger. Yeah, that hit like twenty something yeah. home runs. Like we just don't we don't have that one guy that when he comes up you're like oh this dude. Yeah, you got to watch out for him. But it's but it's it's dangerous one through nine. I yeah. mean, at any point one of those guys can go yard. And knowing that that Caden Wallace is a freshman, Man. you know his junior year, he could legit be a Golden Spikes contender. Absolutely, there's no doubt. Yeah, I mean, having a heck of a year. So uh, we'll talk a little bit about the Lady Razorbacks as they're making some noise on the diamond as well. They uh, they had a big series this weekend against Alabama, the number three team in the country, and uh, took a tough loss in the first game. Alabama got them in a close one. Then the Razorbacks won the second game, so it set up a rubber match on Sunday, and Alabama got them two to zero. Let me tell you though, that softball program over there in Tuscaloosa mm-hmm. is historically, oh yeah, just a juggernaut. Absolutely. I mean, you think about women's softball, and you think about Florida, Alabama, and Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for That's sure. It. But Arkansas gained some respect this weekend. I mean, they they show that they can play with the top teams in the country. And they were eight before that. Yeah. So I can't imagine that that hurt them. They dropped one. They're to, to number nine. Okay. Yeah. Well, still, I mean, yeah. it's kind of like baseball. It'll all come out in the end. Oh, yeah. But, uh, man, t- right now being a hog. It's awesome, man. <laughs> it's so fun. It is. And I, I know you'll probably get this a little bit about, the, about our big sign. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. So, what do you say? <laughs> Buckle up. That's right. <laughs> On the must bus. That's right. Seven years, $35 million. This guy went and more than doubled his salary for seven years, yeah. which we all say, Absolutely. great. Yes. <laughs> We're so happy to have him. And I'll tell you something I heard just a few minutes ago that, that I thought is a, it was an amazing idea about your check and he he come out when we first hired him that he's he's not a big fan of these big buyouts he thinks yes he thinks it's a terrible model he doesn't know how we get away from it but he's going to look for ways to do that so one thing that i saw in Muss's contract is if he stays the entire length of his contract he can earn a one and a half million dollar bonus retention bonus yeah. So that gives him some incentive to stay the entire time as, yeah. as opposed to, well, you're terrible at your job. We're going to pay you to leave. Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, absolutely. Uh, what's that? Uh, is it Jimmy? What the the agent? Sexton. Sexton. Jimmy yeah. Sexton. They all use him. Oh, yeah. He has single handedly changed that whole deal. Absolutely. And, and got made filthy, filthy rich. rich. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he's earned his pay, though. He has. All right, so that'll wrap us up with our hog talk for today. Um, the Razorback baseball team does play again tonight against UAPB, um, and then they got a, a series at home this weekend against um, Auburn. No, A&M, I believe. They play A&M yeah. at home, yeah. yeah and A&M's pretty bad this And year. track team killing it. Yeah, as usual. Yeah, as usual, yep. yep. So won't you lead us into our high school stuff? All right, so we made the decision uh, that – we are better served or better at serving our fans by using Kevin Bohannon's 
Baseball, absolutely. Because we can, we can, we can study it. Like you know, me and you, we we feel confident in our grasp on high school football and basketball and basketball. Sure. But uh, somebody that really knows the state is Kevin Bohannon when it comes to baseball, and I'm not going to try to outfigure him. You know, well, well, and the thing about him is, is he spent the last two or three years just pouring his his heart and time into figuring it out. That's right. And I mean, he's he's put a lot of effort into this, and so. Who who are we to dis? Well, that was it. Like you know, last week or two weeks ago, there was one or two that that on my top five that weren't on his, and I and like wasn't even on there, much less the top. And I was like, he knows something I don't. (laughs) I know it. (laughs) So so anyway, I say that to get to this. We've got the top five for all six classifications in baseball, and they are from. Kevin Bohannon. Yep. All right. So six A baseball number one, the Bryant Hornets, fifteen and one. Uh, no shocker there. Uh, led better on the mound for him down there. Future Hog, right? Uh, possibly Future Hog baseball and football player. Uh, you know number- they had a they had a big double header I believe last night against Conway, and I haven't heard any scores. Do you know how that turned out? I don't. I can pull it up and see though. Yeah. I've go go, got, go ahead and go through. Uh, okay. The rest All of right. So there. number two, Harbor, fourteen and four. Rogers at fourteen and four. Conway at sixteen and four. Which we'll see when you yeah, look that up. That's right. Uh, and then Bentonville at eleven and five. Uh, man, a lot of good, a lot of good baseball right there. No doubt. Won't you? I'll go ahead and take five A if you want to pull that up. Yeah, I'll pull, I'll pull it up real quick. Okay. So five A baseball number one. We have Jonesboro, who has um, cross jumper, who's a commit to Tennessee. Still love the name. He's a stud. We got them at number one at fifteen and three. Marion, who I believe beat Jonesboro earlier in the season. Did they? Yeah. And Marion's fourteen and four on the season. They're good. Van Buren, who is in uh, Greenbrier's conference and uh, leading the, the that conference, is number three at thirteen and six. Um, that 5A West, 5-6A West, whatever you call it, that blended conference with Van Buren, Greenbrier, Russellville, Greenwood. Um, you've got Van Buren leading the conference at 8-2. and two, And then you've got like four teams or five teams at 6-4. and four. So it's yeah. going to be fun coming down the stretch. Well, I watched them play Greenbrier. They've got some dudes that can pitch. Van Buren. Yeah, yeah. they do. you got Lakeside at number four. Uh, they're 11-2 and two on the season. And then Sheridan – Who's been good for a long time, rounding out our top five at thirteen and five. All right, so I'm still haven't got there okay. yet. But four uh, A baseball, uh, we've got the Scrappers down there in good old Howard County at Nashville, seventeen and two. Brooklyn with an impressive seventeen and one. Valley View nineteen and two. Farmington is thirteen and four. Sorry about that. It was my phone. <laughs> Uh, then Harrison in, in, is fourteen and five, and Shallow Christian twelve and five. Those three teams, I believe, are in the same conference, aren't they? I believe so. Yeah, I think so. So, uh, man, must be tough up there in the Northeast. Absolutely. All right, three A. You've got Walnut Ridge at seventeen and two on the season at number one. Rivercrest coming in at number two, eleven and two on the year. Harding Academy, who has a good program in just about every sport, at number three. Yeah, they do, man. <laughs> Well, they won state in football, basketball. So, when I was there, yeah. like, they decided they're going to have a baseball team, right? So, they turned one of the intramural fields into a baseball Man, they win state, like, within the first or second year. Of course. Why of not? course. Uh, West Fork comes in at number four at 10 and four. And then a 5A is Danville at 10 and three, the Little Johns. And 5B would be Camden Harmony Grove at 14 and six. All right. So, that's going to get us down to 2A. Uh, Woodlawn, 18 and three, man, back when I was in school, Horatio and Dirks were one, two in our conference mm-hmm. and played each other in state championship. And that was two, a, wow. And they were, man, they were so good. Uh, but, uh, to McCroy's number two, they're 11 and four, uh, Parker's chapel, 14 and five, Tuckerman, 15 and two. And the Bearcats at Melbourne, oh, thirteen yeah. and one. All right, I did find the scores here. It doesn't. They must, I got one of them. It doesn't look like they do it different in six A. They don't play double headers. Oh, they don't. So they beat Bryant beat Conway back in March uh, on March nineteenth, nine to eight, and then beat them yesterday, um, six, six to, to four. four. Yeah, I saw that one. All right, so two A is that where we're at? No, we're at one A. So one A boys. 
We got Taylor at thirteen and two, number one in the state. Viola eight and one on the season at number two. Mark Tree eight and three at number three. Abundant Life nine one and one on the season, coming in at number four, and then Izzard County coming in at six and two. So I'm a little bit curious um, how like these small schools, like like these one A schools mm-hmm. and some of the two A, you know, in basketball, they some of those schools can play with six A, five A. Sure. I wonder if it's the same in baseball. I'm gonna say probably, probably not. not. Yeah. Probably not. I mean, I I do know that there's a kid at, at Southside uh, B Branch that is committed to the Razorbacks, and I mean, he could play anywhere in the state. And I think that's what you're gonna see is like you'll have a kid here and there sprinkled in the lower yeah. classifications that can play at a high level, but you don't have the consistency through the lineup that you will, like say a five A school. Right. But if you get get kids a pitcher, yeah, that game he. That's like right. Anybody. That's exactly right. Especially in softball. Yes. Because a dominant pitcher in softball <laughs> can win every time she steps on the mound. That's right. That's right. So we'll go into softball. Now, softball is a little bit different. Um, you know, Kevin, to my knowledge, doesn't do a softball poll. And so we tell us a little bit junk about where you come up so with it. So I, well, it's got the same, the same name. It's Arkansas, was it Arkansas Media? Yeah. So. It's Arkansas Media Poll, so it may be something Kevin's related to, and I'll ask him about that. Okay. Uh, because it may be him, or it may be one of his colleagues. But so I did six and five A, mm-hmm. and then I used theirs for four, three, two, and one. Okay. Uh, I just ran out of time. Gotcha. And I don't know anything about two two A one A softball. Sure. You know. Sure. Um, so six A, and I'll I'll look at and see how we differ from them. Um, I've got Cabot at 16 and one at the top. Uh, and then, so there's two teams over in the West that are undefeated Rogers. Well, I've got them at number two at 13. Oh, and then Bentonville, I've got them at 11 and O and then, uh, West Bentonville West 13 and four. I put them there because of some of their wins. Right. Um. So okay, I just pulled theirs up. So they've got Cabot, Rogers, Bentonville, Bryant, and Conway. I've got Cabot, Rogers, Bentonville, Bentonville West, and Bryant, and then I've got Conway. Gotcha. At six. Okay. Or five B. Yeah. All right. So five A. Um. We've got number one. We got Benton, who's undefeated on the season, <laughs> sixteen and zero. Greenwood, who we know their ladies are loaded with athletes over there. Always. Always. They're seventeen and six on the season. Green County Tech, thirteen and seven. At number three, Greenbrier at 14 and five, who has had a really good stretch of uh, good teams at Greenbrier. The softball program has, yeah, been, they have. has been rolling for the last four or five years. And uh, if my wife hears me say that, she'll strike me down because they had a really good team when she was in high school as well. Yeah. I think they, you know, back then it wasn't fast pitch, it was slow pitch. Right. And they won like four, three, four or five state championships. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So they won some ASA states and U trip states. So it's yeah. different back then, but it's still a state championship. And then uh, Sheridan coming in at number five at thirteen and eight. And just to tell you real quick what they have on the Arkansas Sports Media poll, they had Benton, Greenwood, Marion, Greenbrier, and Mountain Home. Okay. So four A, and this is all based on Arkansas Sports Media. Uh, number one, the Moralton. Devil Dogs, Lady Devil Dogs. Uh, Farmington, number two, Valley View, three, the Nashville Lady Scrappers at four, and the Stuttgart Lady Rice Birds. You know, looking at that, that, those top three, especially all three of those teams had really good basketball, lady basketball programs. They did. And, and, And Nashville wasn't bad. Right. Yep. So, 3A, we've got number one, Baptist Prep, number two, Smackover, three, Boonville. Four, Glen Rose, and number five, Ashdown. The Lady Panthers. Yep. Uh, 2A, Quitman, Lady Bulldogs, Tuckerman. I think they're the Bulldogs, aren't they? Lady Bulldogs. Don't give me the line. I kind of think they are. <laughs> if you're from Tuckerman and that's wrong, I apologize. Uh, number three, Spring Hill. Uh, that's down there in South Arkansas. Yep. Uh, Carlisle's number four, and number five, Southside B Branch. All right. And then the 1A, the ladies, we have Taylor. At number one, Mount Vernon Enola, the Warhawks at number two. Yeah. Number three, we got Bradley. Number four, Grish Ferry Westside. And number five, Wonderview. Do you know Wonderview's mascot? Mm, man, I should. Yeah. I don't. Sorry to put you on the spot there because <laughs> I don't know it either. So, hey, real quick. Yep. 
We did not mention the Between the Mats Bracket Challenge. No, we didn't. We didn't. Why don't you tell us who our winner was? Well, first, let me share my embarrassment, okay? Oh, boy. Here we go. And I figured this out afterwards. See, Matt Stats Wilcox did not fill out a bracket. And I thought, well, that's awfully generous of him. He doesn't want to win it being our bracket. He wants to make sure everybody else wins. Then after seeing how I turned out, I figured out why he really didn't fill one out. <laughs> because there were 82 brackets filled out, and the junk bracket was number 80. It was truly junk. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. So I have to, uh, I have to, I have to own it. <laughs> yeah. Well, first of all, I want to give a shout out to our sponsors who's for sure put this together. American Safeguard Insurance, Ace Haynes Hardware put together an amazing prize package. You got a, a Traeger grill that was valued at 600 bucks, four Yeti Ramblers, and then a Yeti cooler. So, I mean, it was price package over $1,000. Didn't cost anything to enter. All you had to do was take a shot, yeah. fill out a bracket, and uh, our Those win- guys stepped up. Our winner. Some- Go ahead, because somebody- I'm fixed to bash him. Somebody that we're very familiar with, a good friend of ours, and uh, a Greenbrierian. He's uh, Mr. T. Sean Mathis. He's uh, the inventor and uh, founder of the Greenbrier Sport- Panther Sports Network. Yep. And uh, he was the winner. So... I'm only going to bash him because he's a good friend of both of ours. Right. And he's fun to bash. Yeah, he is fun to bash. (laughs) So, here's the deal. I look at these prizes and I'm like, man, a Traeger grill would change my life. I've never owned a Yeti cooler and I've always, I don't even have the knockoff Yeti. Right. I've got like the styrofoam coolers you get at the bait shop. That's what I carry around. And when it, when after I one trip and it flies out the back of my truck, I go get another one. Sure. So I, I, I found out, you know, figure out Sean won this. He done met with y'all. I was at, I was in Houston. Right. So y'all got with him and got his, uh, got his, uh, prizes and everything. And I was like, Hey man, how's that? I said, you got that Yeti. Lo-? I texted him. I said, you got that Yeti loaded down yet? He said, well, I already had one. So I traded and got it or I, I, I swapped and got a different, <laughs> So he didn't, he's got two now, and they're different. He got a different kind right. than the one he had. Sure. And I thought, man, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> and he's probably got like four pellet grills too. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <sighs> so, <laughs> but congratulations, yeah, T. Sean. You, you know what, for what's crazy is it come down to between him and uh, Brit Brittany up here, our our administrative assistant. Yeah, she had um, she had. The Zags. The Zags to win it, and Sean had Baylor. So And straight up, if the Zags would have won, she won. Right. If Baylor won, wins. Yeah. He did. And I am proud for him. Yeah, absolutely. And he won three different brackets. Yeah. Won like 150 bucks. Won. What was it? What was he won? Oh, a TV. Big t- yeah, big yeah. screen TV. Yeah. Yeah. I guess he'll probably put that in like his garage or something <laughs> with I, his other cooler. And also just, just a little tease for next year. Cause we kind of threw this one together last minute. Uh, we're planning on doing this again, making it a little bit bigger and better. Um, just a little tease. We're going to try to do something big to where if you do have a per- perfect bracket, we're going to do some kind of huge giveaway, whether it be a million dollars or something of that magnitude. Yeah. So, uh, so how, so will we, will that be like an insurance deal? Yeah, it is. Yeah. You buy an, <laughs> you buy an insurance policy for it. <laughs> Yeah, I like it. Sell insurance, we buy it. (laughs) All right, so that'll wrap us up for baseball and softball, and we're going to talk a little bit this today. Um, We're going to get in a little bit to soccer next week, too. We're still gathering some info on that, but we're going to talk a little bit about high school track. Something that's near and dear to my heart. I'm telling you, I love it. Uh, So first let me say that Track was big, as I mentioned earlier, for me in high school, for for my my school, for my friends. Uh, I even threw in college for one meet. The next week, I tore my ACL in spring football, so that ended my track track career. career. (laughs) I did continue to play football, but um, one of my closest friends in high school, who was on these state track championships, is at Valonia. He's the he's the 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 girls' track coach at Valonia. Okay. And, uh, dude, they are killing it. Like, there's something I want to say about the importance of that. So, 
he has done. I mean, I, I keep up with him on Facebook and what they do over there uh, because it's 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 happening every year. It's impressive. Yeah, yeah. Which we're gonna we're gonna see here in a little bit where they stand in the rankings. Um, because you look at some of the schools that they're competing with, and you're like, how does that happen? But yeah. but uh, I can't. And, and it, this doesn't necessarily. It's not parallel to them necessarily and and girls, mm-hmm. but I will say it's about football. Okay. Look at your track teams and look at your football teams and see how similar the success is. Sure. Well, I mean, you're building speed. You know, I mentioned that uh, when I was in school, we, we'd have two or three in the 100, 200 mm-hmm. in, in, uh, in the state meet. Right. We also – I lost – three football games in two years, my junior and senior year. Yeah. It's because we had guys that could run the football. Sure. And so I think it's uh, I think it's such a big deal. I think it correlates so well. Yeah, you can go into a football offseason program and get faster, stronger, and all that, but you're not competing. That's right. And in this track, you are still running your rear end off, and you're competing. Sure, sure. And I think that's a huge deal. And I, you know, I hate to quote Chad Morris because – now looking back, I'm sure he stole this quote from somebody, but he said, "You either have speed or you're chasing it." That's exactly right. And so I, you're exactly right. I mean, if a, a successful track program, and and you know the majority of the time those kids translate into football, mm-hmm. you're going to have every once in a while you're going to have a sprinter that is just too frail to play football. But majority of the time those kids translate, and it tremendously helps you. And uh, I mean. You know, you hear it all the time. You got to have speed to compete in fo- football. You That's exactly to. right. So, uh, really impressed with Casey Cron, uh, my close friend over there. What he's doing over there. I mean, they've built a program. Let me tell you, my youngest son is in eighth grade, so he's running junior high track. Yeah, and we we face off against Valonia just about every meet, and they mop the floor. Yeah. With just about everybody, so it's you're like, it's like what you're saying. It, they've built a track yeah. program, like it's well. And I'll, I'll go ahead and go ahead and, and, and say where they're at, and we'll go through the whole list later. But so in girls, they're ranked number one in the state. Wow! You know, he was telling me yesterday that uh, they were had a real chance to win conference, and then but there were some. But Russellville's going to be tough to beat in conference, right? Well, I get to I get to looking at rankings. They're picked to win the state. Wow! And then if you look over at boys, they're number two. Wow, that's impressive. It is impressive, and they're number two behind Tashkana. Who, when I was in school, Tashkana was loaded. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, I can't say enough about Casey. Plus, man, and you just see how those kids respond to him and those other coaches, and it, it's important to them. It, it's more than just running and winning. They really instill values in them, and and I just you know, and I hate to even compliment our enemy over there, Bologna, <laughs> right? I'm just kidding about that, but uh, you know, I really appreciate Casey. I think we'll probably have him on sometime. Cool, yeah. And uh, he's excited about uh, getting this. You know, for for guys that that are into track, especially coaches, and put their lives into it. Sure. You know, they're not getting the love that the big sports. No, get. sure. Not at all, and 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 they're often getting snubbed. Snubbed. That's right. Especially, which I'm not. This definitely doesn't come from him or Greenbrier or anywhere else. But I know for a fact there's a lot of schools where coaches of other sports resent track or or, or do nothing to mm-hmm. help the the track team. And so, uh, you know, while they're over there helping these other teams be better. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. Well, why don't you take us through our top. Top 10. Okay. So, 6A, and we've just got top 10s on 6 and 5 for now. Yeah. For now. We'll work towards more. But uh, 6A, top 10, boys, Bentonville West. Number two, Fayetteville. Three, Harbor. Four, Bentonville. Five, Southside. Six, Bryant. Seven, Conway. Eight, Rogers. Nine, Cabot. Ten, Central. Okay. And the 6A girls, top 10, we got number one, Bentonville. Number two, Fayetteville uh, in the girls as well. Three, Rogers. Four, Conway. Five, Bentonville West. Six, Harbor. Seven, Bryant. Eight, Central. Nine, Cabot. And number 10, Heritage. 5A boys. Number one, as I mentioned, Texarkana, the Razorbacks. Number two, Valonia. Three, Lake Hamilton. 
four El Dorado, uh, five Benton, six Mountain Home, seven Jonesboro, eight Lakeside, nine Parkview, and number ten Greenbrier. Which didn't even know that I knew. I know that we have a couple of kids, uh, especially like Carter McElhaney, can right. fly. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't know our team was that great, which I'm glad to see. Yeah. I do have one question here. Where is Magnolia? Because I'm going to tell you, I was in the booth at the football game when they had 27 running backs right. that ran for 230 yards each yeah. when well, we played them. Well, I, and we, we talked about it a little bit, but the, the Gary on Curry kid that was a, a 10th grader this yeah, year. Yeah, sophomore this year. I believe he set some kind of record last year as a ninth grader in track. So, Well, that's no shocker because yeah. if you watch him play football, I'm telling you, man, they got out on the edges on us. They embarrassed our defense. They did. I mean, they did. And you you think that you could figure something out and uh and and at least stop the edge? We didn't. Never. Seventy something points. <laughs> they had seventy seven and they had I believe they had two turnovers is the only reason they didn't score ninety something. Yeah. Because we weren't gonna stop. No, and we had a defense that was very successful all yeah, year long. We did. All right, so 5A girls, we go into number one, the Valonia Eagles, number two, Benton, number three, Jonesboro, four, El Dorado, five, Texarkana, six, Sylvan Hills, seven, Lake Hamilton, eight, Van Buren, number nine, Lakeside, and number 10, Mountain Home. It's funny how you'll see so many of the same schools and girls and boys. Right, yeah. And we saw that in basketball. Yeah, we did. So, uh, real quick. We don't have to spend a lot of time on this, but let's 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 go through some of these individual yeah, uh, top performances. I guess you'd say. Yeah. Uh, why don't you? Why don't we go through the girls first? Okay. And uh, you just run through the list. Yeah, we can. Uh, we can hit the highlights here. So, yep. looks like you've got uh, the top time in the state for the girls in the one and two hundred uh, by the same girl, Kamaria Russell, out of Little Rock Central. She ran a ten. Uh, 12 3, 100, and a 25 2 6 in the 200. Not a real shocker that Central has a a a, a, a fast uh, a sprinter. That's right. They've got a ton of athletes they over do. there. Um, for, uh, 400 meters, Grace Luters from Rogers, 58.48. Okay. The 800, you have Emily Robinson from Bentonville High School with a time of two minutes. Or I'm sorry. Yeah. 2 17 25. Also. In the 16 and 32 is Emily Robinson. Yeah, that's impressive. It is. You know, that, that mile and two-mile race is a killer. We've got a And gr- you're running those in the same day. Yes, and we got a girl from Greenboro that's excellent. She's she's qualified for state, Presley that's Robinson. That's Presley. Yes. Yeah, I've seen uh, on Facebook that she's a She's really good. She's a senior? She's a junior. Junior, yeah. I, you know, I watch her run, and I'm just like, my gosh, she makes me tired I watching. I know it, man. <laughs> it's crazy. All right, so the um, – Let's see what is that next one there, John? That's hundred meter hurdles. Okay, hundred meter hurdles. You got uh, Blakely Wynn out of Pea Ridge High School with a time of fifteen point five eight. Uh, Three hundred hurdles. Julia Gunnell from Fayetteville at forty six point four two. Okay, relay times here. We've got uh, the four by one hundred is the the state leading time right now is from the Bright Hornets at forty nine point eight five. And the uh, four by two hundred is a minute and forty six seconds by Fayetteville High. Nice, four by four hundred, which is a fun race to watch. It's just all guts in that one. You got four people oh, is, man. running as hard as they can around the track. So we got uh, the best time so far is at Bentonville High School, four oh six eighty. And not to slow us down here, but. To- when you're watching that, especially in a competitive meet right. where you're trying to score points, man, my senior year, uh, we ran the four by four and we, we needed the points to win. And uh, my cousin Russell was a sophomore and he was like third leg. Anyway, he's running and he's just all out, all he can do. He tri- He doesn't fall, but he trips up close to the third turn. And we're thinking, well, that cost him a little bit. He comes and finishes and hands off. It was the his personal record. Are you serious? Yeah. You just – that competition, right. you know, just brings it out. That's right. So, uh, you just finished uh, the 4x4. Four four. Okay. Yeah. So, high jump. Uh, girls high jump. Sydney Billington from Bentonville, uh, 5 foot 10 inches. That's, pretty, that's up there, That's man. pretty impressive. She can jump over my – in your <laughs> – no, almost. Almost. She, four inches shorter than jumping over my head. Yeah. 
So long jump, you've got Madison Holloway from here in Conway High School with a, a mark of 17, 10, and a quarter. Also, Madison Holloway in the triple jump at 36-4. Pole vault, you've got Hannah Estes at Fayetteville High School with a mark of 12 foot. That's impressive. Yep. Uh, discus, 137 foot, 8 inches, Olivia Hancock from Paragould. Okay, shot put, Mr. Junks. Specialty oh, back in the favorite, day, man. yeah. So shot put, you got Talia Ely from Russellville Junior High at uh, forty three six and three quarters. Hundred meter hurdles. Uh, what is that? You know, before you do 30? that, before you do that, that, that says junior high. I wonder if she's a ninth grader. I bet she is. Yeah, I bet she that's, is. Which the shot in junior and senior for girls is the same. That's pretty impressive. It's real impressive. It's real impressive. Uh, Hundred meter hurdles thirty with a sixteen sixteen thirty time. I don't know what that is. I don't either. Um Lake Hamilton High School, Michaela Miller, who is a twenty twenty six grad. Holy cow. <laughs> so Talia Ely, we were just talking about, she's a twenty twenty four grad. Oh, so so that, she is a ninth grader. Wow. So this girl's a seventh grade? Wow, that's impressive. Which I guess it doesn't. She didn't have to be running for the high school no. if she ran the time. Yeah, that's right. That's that's super that's, impressive. That's crazy. Wow. All right. So uh, let's see here. You just did the whatever race that was, the two K steeple. We got Riley Gogol, I believe, if I'm pronouncing that right, from Arkansas Track Club at eight oh eight eighty one. Some of these are different, man. These are others. These are not uh, high school track. I don't. I mean, they're high schools. Yeah, but they're not like high school meet, sanctioned. High school meets. Yeah, because you got the SHR four by one, four by one throwers, SMR. So, will you want to pass on all this? Yeah, let's pass. Okay, on all right. We'll just jump into yep. boys. All right, sounds good. Do you start us off? I sure will. Uh, One hundred meters. 10.63, Ja'Kalen Haney out of Parkview. That's moving. It is. You know, I Not saw, as fast as I would thought for yeah. the state best. Right. You know, um, I saw uh, at the first meet, junior meet, in Heber Springs, I think yeah. there was 872 teams there, or at least it seemed <laughs> like it. But there was a kid from um, Newport, and I, I, his name escapes me right now. I believe it's Keandre something. Yeah. Kid's an eighth grader and ran a ten six. I mean, just insane. Do you remember what? Do you remember what ten six? What? No, but I, I do. Because I would assume if it was like a ten two six two, he might yeah. would have been on the list. I, I want to say it was like a ten six seven. Yeah. But so he just missed being the top of the state. But I did see where he got an offer from Pitt in football already as an eighth grader. As an eighth grader? Yeah. And he's at where? He's at Newport. Golly. Yeah. They're talking like he could be the. Number one running back prospect in the country for his class. We we don't need teams like Newport getting running backs. No, because <laughs> they always have them. <laughs> All right, so two hundred. Yeah, so the two hundred. Uh, how would you pronounce that first name? I only thing I know is one one Chapman from Little Rock Central with a time of twenty one point seven four. That is getting it. Yes. Uh, 400 meters, uh, 49.3, DeAndre Burns Jr. from El Dorado. Okay. 800, you've got Tate Smithhart right here out of Valonia High School with a time of 1 minute 57 seconds. 1 minute 57.44. There was a kid in Texarkana when I was in the, a junior or senior. Uh, they called him Chicken. He had lo the long, skinny legs. Right. looked like a chicken. Uh, and he ran a 148, Good. 146, Gracious. 146. He was unbelievable. Wow, that's impressive. It is. Uh, 1,600 meters, uh, four minutes and 16 seconds by Ruben Reyna from Harbor. Okay. And the 3,200 meters, you got Jack Williams from Fayetteville High School at 9, 12, 94. Uh, 110-meter hurdles. Uh, Jamarius Johnson from Arkansas High in Texarkana. That's a 14.48 time. The 300-meter hurdles, A.J. Moss from Bentonville West with a time of 39.43. In the relays, 4 by 100, Fort Smith Northside, 42.69. That's moving. Man, I love watching relays. I do, too. The 4 by 200 with a time of 1 minute 30 seconds, uh, Bentonville West. 4 by 4, the tough ones, 
328 by Fort Smith Southside. Okay, and the 4 by 800 Conway High School with the best time so far this year with 8-14-13. Over in the field uh, field competition, the high jump, uh, 6-10 from Jaqueline Moore. There's a Magnolia kid. There you go. 6-10's on up there. Uh, he, he did that at the high school uh, – Arkansas High uh, Doc Walker relays. That's that's where I, that boy. I saw that boy run that one forty. I remember it was one forty six, one forty eight. The best I've ever seen though. Kid from Hot Springs ran one forty five. Gotcha. The long jump. Daryl Cersei out of Benton High School. I believe that. No, out of well, it's kind of cut off here. Daryl Cersei. He's with, Dardanelle, I think. Okay, with a mark of twenty three. Yep, he's from Dardanelle. Uh, Povot, impressive right here. Carson Lincer from Valonia, 16 foot, 4.75 inches. That's way up there. Man, that is up there. I've Did always, you say he, he's – I believe he's committed to run track or, or um, I believe it's South Carolina or something. Gotcha. It's a, it's a, a power school. five school, yeah. yeah. And I'll tell you what, man, I've always thought Povot would be fun. I've always thought it would oh, be a yeah. lot of fun. 100%. The discus, you got Cedric Pearson from Bentonville West with a mark of 174.10. So I just want to counter what you said while I go. I've never had any interest in doing the pole vault. <laughs> no, no. For one, me and anything that bends, yeah, doesn't typically end well. Gotcha. You know, I make things bend that weren't supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> so the shot put fifty-seven six. Cedric Pearson uh, again. He's leading in both discus and shot. Shot put, uh, he's from Bentonville West. Strong, powerful kid there. He is. You know, I, I mentioned this to you earlier. When I was in high school, there was a kid in Oklahoma named Kevin Bookout who was the same age as me. What's funny is, is fast forward 15 years, we end up being friends. That's cool. I'm working over in Oklahoma, and uh, we we just meet through mutual friends and, and hit it off. And, and I was like, man, because I remember when he played, he played basketball at OU okay. and played some overseas. And I remember, you know, Thinking, you know, he was such a huge national track, uh, national known. Right. And uh, thought it was interesting that he played basketball. And anyway, so we talked about track a lot whenever we were, we were hanging out. But as a junior, I was reading a while ago, he threw 220? 220, wasn't it? I believe that's what she said. 215 or 220, yeah. somewhere in there in the discus. And broke a national record at the time. Mm -hmm. And then in the shot put, he, that same day he threw 68. 68. Yeah. yeah. And set the nation's best. That's crazy. That's unreal, man. So let me ask you this. and I I, I know very little about track because we didn't have track at Greenbrier yeah. when, I, when I played or when I was in school. But do they still do like the decathlon and, and those type of events? Or is, um, is that just an typically, Olympic? Yeah, typically, just like we were talking about the steeplechase and all that, right. you'll see that in college, but that's not in a uh, a normal high school track meet. Okay. Now, they may – obviously, they're doing that at somewhere, maybe even some sanctioned meets. Right. But, you know, the, those ones that we went through were actually the, 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 the events that are in a normal meet. Okay. Uh, but, I mean, I'm sure they there's places that have the decathlon and things like that. Gotcha. Let me tell you, when I threw that one meet in college, mm -hmm. I was excited about it because I, I I just enjoyed throwing, and and my situation at Harding was I was on a football scholarship, so there was no pressure sure. at all. It was like, oh, you want to throw? Sweet, yeah. Because Harding had a great track team; they always do, but it's all distance, and yeah. you know there wasn't a whole lot of they had a lot of they had a lot of uh, Kenyans at the time who could just flat out run, run for days for days. Yeah. <laughs> So I was up there throwing. I practiced quite a bit uh, leading up to the meet. Well, we get the meet. Well, in college meets, it's a little different than other sports. Like, I was throwing against Ole Miss. Really? <laughs> Mississippi State. So, and then, like, College of the Ozarks. So classification didn't really matter. Nothing. And, like, looking at the schedule, I was excited because we were going to go to the pin relays. Like, all these things that, that I kept up with in high school. Sure. And, uh, fortunate, unfortunately, <laughs> that was the only meet I participated in. Did you in. just, after you tore your ACL, you just didn't have the desire to go well, back? Well, yeah. Well, I just couldn't. 
I didn't mess with my legs much after that. After I got, you know, of course, it took almost a year to recover. It sure. Took, really, I played like six months after, which was really early. That's really early. Really early. Uh, maybe seven. Uh, but even then, you know, the next spring, I was still I, – I never squatted for a max again. Yeah. I mean, that's that's even early for today's time. Right. And, and Back then, it was supposed to be a year-long deal. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I had a uh, – a cadaver ligament right. healed faster. Yeah. Didn't have to heal my own body of taking it from somewhere else. Yeah. So um, healing was actually done even quicker. What allowed me to get back to playing was I had to pass the test with the training staff. Mm-hmm. And that was the craziest thing because you would do a drill 50 times and you would take an extra step. Every single time. Is that right? And they would do it again. Wow. Do it again. Do it again. Don't take that step. And your mind wouldn't let you do it. That's like crazy. you just do it and you're just like, I, I can't not. Like you're <laughs> trying not to, but your body just does it. Sure. And so once you finally trust it, it was fine. Well, and you hear a lot of people that have those kind of injuries. You know, the, the physical part of the leg healing is not the biggest hurdle. It's, it's your mind. It's getting your mind That's to trust exactly it. exactly right. Yeah. It's exactly right. And let me tell you, I thought two days in high in college was difficult, mm-hmm. and it was. <laughs> which my freshman year was the last year they allowed three days. Right, but two days, it was tough. But let me tell you, when I came back for the summer from recovering from that, while everybody practiced during two days, I was one on one with our personal trainer yeah. outside in that heat, and we like did agility type stuff until I threw up. When I, which by the way, when you've been in an injury like that and you've been rehabbing and things like that, when you can't do your normal, sure, you're out of shape. Yeah, I'm talking like I was out of shape, which nobody was upset with because there's you just are right. And so, but let me tell you, when it's a hundred degrees and oh. you you haven't ran in six months or, or whatever five months, and then basically we, we just went until I puked, <laughs> and then he was like, okay, you're done, you're done for the day. <laughs> That's wow. it. You got anything else? No, man. That's it. We good, good show today. Lots of information. Yeah, absolutely enjoyed it. And we will, uh, like I said, we're going, we're going to continue to uh, dive into this baseball, softball. We'll get a little soccer next week, and then continue with our track talk. So, uh, have a lot of information for y'all out there. Thanks for tuning in. Catch y'all and next go week. Go Hogs. Go Hogs. All right. See ya. You've been listening to Between the Mats, your year-round source for Arkansas high school sports with Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox, produced by Carl Spears. And special thanks to our sponsor, American Safeguard Insurance. I'm JB Brazil. Be sure to join us next week for another episode of Between the Mats.